Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana here. This is Elsie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Brough. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Broadway. Yeah, the headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. You are watching the International News. It's Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. To another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Venom Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states in the globe, is happily himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Good, good, man. How you doing, Geek? It's been a while. Good, good. Doing very good. Good. You want to introduce the guest? Go ahead. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest tonight, Maka McCoy. Hello, everybody. It's an honor it to going? be on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> honor to have I got, you. I got it correctly, did I? Or uh... Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Right. <laughs> you're good. Because <laughs> I've been the one that totally tripped and botches it and botched the name and all and I and I and it's always like by a, a less than a letter. I'm always like mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like it happens all the time. Ever since I've been super young, everybody's always called me Mika. So it's to the point where I'm like, man, maybe my mom should have named me Mika. <laughs> Mika, yeah. You always could do a name change. Yeah. I think your mom would be upset if she changed your oh, name. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Heel turn on your mom, no. <laughs> so if our fans are not familiar with you, mm-hmm. introduce yourself. Okay. Well, um, my name is Micah McCoy. I am a registered nurse. I'm currently in nurse practitioner school. I will graduate it next year, next summer. Um, I am actually a nursing instructor at a local community college here in Southern West Virginia. And just recently, I have decided to pick up my dream, my forever dream, and that is to be a professional wrestler. That's awesome. amazing. It's it's like one thing that you you're you're, you're a nurse mm-hmm. and you want to be a nurse. The other thing is you want to do your dream. Yes. You want to be a professional wrestler. Like, what was it like the first time you like strapped up the boots and got your shorts and your tank top on and you went into practice like for the first time at training? Oh well, it's funny. I went on my birthday. <laughs> So my birthday, I like was my training day. So I'm like there and I'm here in the ring. You know, I see the ring. I'm putting my shoes on. I'm doing the warm up. And I'm like, this is where I've always truly wanted to be. And I knew as soon as I like walked through the door, I was like, this is exactly where I want to be. So so how did you get involved in the wrestling business? If you don't mind me asking. Well, um, it's starts a long time ago um big bob mccoy he was a southern west virginia wrestler and he is my uncle so um he actually my trainer now which he's known as chance prophet in the indie scene 
Um, he was the guy that trained him. My uncle trained. <laughs> so it's just like a line of, you know, training. And it's just all full circle if you think about it. Yeah. Um, so he truly, like, got me into it. As far as, you know, wrestling itself, it was just something that was, you know, always a part. Of, as long as I can remember, it was a part of my life. Like, you know, I remember Monday nights turning on the TV, so excited to see The Rock, so excited to see Stone Cold, and then years progress, and then I'm excited to see Edge and, you know, John Cena, and then it just, you know, The Shield, and it just keeps going till now, you know, Wednesday nights, I'm excited to see Adam Cole and I'm excited to see Chris Jericho and all of my favorites back then too. So yeah. Watch out in Naya family, you know, the, uh, the McCoy family is right on you. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cody's, there's more uh, than one Royal family in wrestling. <laughs> there is more than one. That's correct. Yeah, the McCoy coming for you. Coming yeah. For you. <laughs> yeah. So like, is there like, any other like wrestler that you've seen on like YouTube or like on Instagram or like on the AEW scene that you want to like you want to wrestle? Oh yes, I would love to wrestle Britt Baker, Dream Opponent. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got the Doctor versus the Nurse. I, like we have to have that. <laughs> it has to happen. <laughs> That's yeah. a match that has to happen. Yeah, and Serena Lee too, where I'm a professor of nursing. And, you know, she's the professor of professional wrestling. I'm like, yeah, that one's got to happen, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We have another nurse in the chat right now. So if you want to just go and say it, she wants to say hello. To- oh, hey, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> There's my people. Yeah. There's your people. There you go. <laughs> she, she's she's Italian. She'll cook you a nice Italian with meat sauce. Nice meal. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Italian's my one of my favorite foods. <laughs> You ever come to New York? Let us know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll hook you up. We'll get you a nice little yummy Italian greeting. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, there you go. There you go, geek. Can have a guest. And she says she she says she loves nurses. By the way, so there yes. you go. Yeah. Yes, the backbone of the uh, healthcare community for sure. Oh yeah, exactly. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And thank we thank so, you for what you do. My sister's a nurse as well. So like, yeah. So yeah, thank you so much. So, but um. So, what's the big what's the biggest challenge between being a nurse and being a wrestler like, um, the hardest part it, it's the long hours um you know putting in the long hours at work and then putting in the long hours at training you know you're away from i have a i have a two-year-old i'm away from him um i have four cats i have a husband you know have a niece so i'm away from them quite a bit doing my nursing and my wrestling but I'm praying it pays off for him one day. <laughs> yeah. Has has it has your nurse career and your wrestling career ever like like you've been at a show and you're like backstage and you see someone getting hurt and you're like, gotta jump in. No, nah, no, nah, I'm in wrestling today. I can't jump in. Has it ever like gone full circle? Uh yeah, it actually has um, a couple times. Um, they weren't like near though, so nothing ever happened. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, man, I'm a nurse, so I'm gonna have to step in. I was actually uh, refereeing a match that involved uh, Shane Douglas and Mr. Hughes, 
And um, this lady gets up on the ring and like, I was afraid she was going to get hurt. And there was kids that followed her up to the ring. And I'm like, man, they're going to get hurt. Like, it's making me really nervous because I'm, you know, the healthcare professional in this situation. But luckily they got down. Nobody got hurt. So that was better. And during um, Tom Pritchard, we did a seminar at Power Slam Academy had a seminar with Dr. Tom Pritchard. And um, it was hot. The drills were long and, you know, a lot of dehydration and stuff. And people were, you know, getting sick. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope nobody, you know, passes out or anything like that. And it's a joke, too, because anytime everybody thinks they get hurt, they're like, oh, it's OK. We got a nurse here. Like, she'll fix this up. Jeez. <laughs> what, what, what type of music gets you ready for a match or what type, type of uh, entertainment? gets you ready for a match say you know i need this before my match um i like rock music uh more of the dad rock scene on it my husband's a big death metal guy and i like more of the dad rock more of the you know papa roach <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, i yeah. should have asked you before when i made the video for today i should have asked what kind of music do you want me to put because every video i've made everything i do on instagram like I'm from the nineties and this year I feel like I'm on a nineties kick, right? Geek. I'm using yeah. like, it takes two and like pump dance music. I don't know why. I think my, my brain since stranger things has gone to the eighties slash nineties. Like I love the nineties as one of my favorite decades. So I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I should have yeah. used some nineties rock then. Yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy a nineties grunge, all that. Even the 90s boy bands, you throw them in there. That's what I grew up with. So I, anything from the 90s is great with me. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what's your favorite 90s movie? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, man. 90s movie. I think I'm going to have to go with Clueless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we. We actually have a guy um, on the podcast coming on next month. His name is Rudy Root, and he's from, like, his gimmick is he's from the 1980s. So if you had a gimmick that was from the 1990s, you get, your gimmicks would clash. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my sister is big 90s fan, too. So everything that she's ever liked growing up, I've been right behind her. <laughs> yeah. If... If there was a like '90s movie that you could do now, what movie would it be, and why? '90s now. Let's see. I'm I'm not sure. It was Jawbreaker '90s? I feel like it. I think that was, was it like early. I think it was ninety nine. I think it was ninety nine. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with that one then. Um, that movie really freaked me out. With the the it ha yes. <laughs> oh, that freaked me out. I was like, I every time I watch that movie, I do this. I'm like, oh gosh. Mm. It, like you go in the stores and you see those like actual, you know, the same jawbreakers that I'm like, oh man, those are those are terrifying. <laughs> like, how do they still sell those things? I mean, kids yep. were actually dying going. Eating it within their car with their parents, and the parents would go over a bump and they they stuck in their mouth like. Yeah, <laughs> okay. ah. that, <laughs> like is, 
it's burned in my it's almost like final destination in the tanning bed like oh. I have one behind me but every time I get in it I'm like paranoid yeah Jesus <laughs> Anytime I watch Final Destination with the dentist, that scene, that, that scene always scares the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it, which one was that? Was that two? Was that, was that two or which one was that? Um, Where the kids in the dentist and uh, you see the drills and everything. Oh, man. Let me think. It's been such a long time since I've watched it. I think it might have been the second one. I think it might have been I the second one. I think it is. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, who's your favorite porn to work with? You'd say. Uh, I haven't really got to work with anybody except the the girls that I you know train with now, and they're both wonderful. Um, one of them, Sydney Powers, the other one's Tara Gray. They're um, they're going to be killers in the industry one day. So, super That's proud cool. to be a part of the Power Slam Girl team. So. That's cool. Um. If 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 there's any young wrestlers watching on this episode now or if, like a future if they're come watch it later on, what kind of advice would you give them and why? Um, go ahead and take that leap when you're 18. Go ahead and go to wrestling school. <laughs> go ahead and get started young um, because that's one of my biggest regrets. Like I'm like, you know, I shouldn't have, you know being self-conscious and saying, oh, you know, I don't know if I can be a good wrestler. I wish I would just, at 18, went straight to nursing school. I mean, nursing school, wrestling school. I did go straight yeah. to nursing school. Yeah. After yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't regret that choice either. I, I've got to, you know, help a lot of families and, you know, I've got messages on Facebook, like, thank you for being there for my family. Cause I live in a small town. Everybody knows everybody. So me too. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, you did explain how you got into wrestling, but how did you get into nursing exactly? Um, well, this one, it's a little sad. Um, oh, no. So my dad, when I was 15, he was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. So we were in the hospitals religiously, like every second of every day, almost. Um, I, you know, go to school, I'd go to volleyball practice, basketball practice, and then it'd be straight to the hospital to see him. And I just realized like what a difference nurses made. Um, you know, if he had a really bad nurse, he would end up having a horrible day. If he had a really good nurse, it was like he was in great spirits and he was having a really good day. And I'm like, man, I want to be that person that's the really good nurse. So, you know, their sick loved ones can have good days. So, and that's exactly. where it came from. And in the back of my mind, all because nursing school is brutal. <laughs> and, um, you know, every time I'd be studying for a hard test or something, I would be, you know, with have that in the back of my mind. Like, you know, there's other people like you out there. You need to be that important, good person for their family. Definitely. So I was, I was just about to say I'm a, I'm a cancer survivor, so, you know, I can really, you know. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Mm -hmm. I, I lost my grandmother in 2008 of uh, breast cancer, so. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. It's, sorry, thank Joe. You. That's, that's the worst part. She's gone yeah. physically, but anytime I, like, think of the base Yankees or, like, I watched 2009 World Series, I, like, mm -hmm. I think that she would have been, like, Wow, they really won. She was from Boston, so you think like you think you think someone with Boston accent, Red Sox. Mm -hmm. 
Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. She loved the New York Yankees. <laughs> like, oh. And I was like, that, that go through like that? <laughs> Boston, that's like sacrilegious. And I'm like, what are you doing? You didn't blame me? Mm-hmm. Don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, have you seen any good movies lately? Lately? Hmm. Haven't I've want I wanted to see Jurassic Park, but I was too busy to see it. Wanted to see the Elvis, too busy for it. Elvis um, is good. I will say I just finished Yellowstone, the TV show, and mm-hmm. loved it. So um, my sister's a Stranger Things fan, so she's like, "You have to watch this." She's like, "It's amazing." So it's, I'm going to start season, <laughs> Even my dad, that kind of like in and out, he'll watch it with us. He was pumped. He was like, "This is the best season of Zorso Ball." Oh my God! Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You've been watching all four seasons with us, all four, <laughs> four to three. He's mm-hmm. like, "I know, I know," but the other ones were okay. This one was great. It's true. Like, it's true. It's like season four blew all the other ones out of the my water. My dad likes running for That's why he likes watching people get their eyes popped and like (laughs) them bodies dragged into the lake. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm -hmm. It's like my dad's that guy that's like, yes, dad, he just got just mauled and you're going to cheer. He likes the gory stuff. He's an ex-cop. What do you expect? Oh, okay. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) He worked in a jail, so. Uh, He's seen all of it. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, Got Joe. Continue with the stranger. All right. Um. So. Okay. What kind of food do you like? Uh, I love all foods, but my I love sweets. Okay. I am a donuts, cake, ice cream person. Love it. <laughs> Just had a cherry ice cream with panda paws on it. In it. Dessert. Uh, I can eat ice cream anytime, and then. It's worse because, like, in the summertime, it's like I feel like I deserve an ice cream every day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And pa- pasta for me. <laughs> All right. Armada wants to know if you have any pets. Yes, I have four yeah. cats. Um, they're all rescues. Um, we found we bought this house. Me and my husband did, and there was cats living under like an old abandoned truck. So we took three of them in, and then just last year, uh, there was another, a little fluffy guy, and he's orange, and so we ended up with him, too. I was going to give him away. I was like, oh, give him a good home, but he ended up just being a part of the family. And my, it's funny, because they're, the three that I originally had, they're named after the Toy Story characters. I had both Woody and Jesse. <laughs> and then my husband named the new orange cat after South Park. He and his name's Butters. <laughs> yes, we're it's we're a buddy. South Park podcast. We love South Park. Like, uh, did you I'll see? Be watching, did you see the new exciting stuff? Right, Geek. Did you see the new one, Joe? Or the the movie, the two movies, or no? No, I got it. When I go back to my sister's apartment, I have to see if I can watch it. I've been been slacking, but anytime. So here we go with South Park. What is your all-time favorite episode? Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's so many. Okay, please say Casa Bonita. 
<laughs> well, probably just because like me and my husband laugh at this one all the time. It's the one with the Stevie Nicks where they call her Steamy Nicks. Yes. That one. It's because we make that joke all the time. <laughs> Steamy Nicks. Yes. <laughs> like he'll just be going through the house and he'll make that joke. I'm like, are we ever going to get tired of this? But we don't. <laughs> my favorite episode is when they do like the border, border control one. <laughs> And butters get stuck on the opposite side. Work, Mexican work. Oh, I love that one. Butters. He's <laughs> like, oh no. And, and it's funny because the cat that we have, he's just like, he's so like innocent. Like he's so sweet and innocent. And I feel like that's just the way butters is. So I crack up that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, he's a true butters. <laughs> Gotta get him a that's blue not- shirt like butters wears. <laughs> yes. I, I love the movie. The movie is probably my all-time mm-hmm. favorite. The original movie mm-hmm. with with Terrence and Philip. That, that's probably my all-time favorite one. He's like Kenny. You go, you, you can light your fart on fire, and he lights himself on. Ends up lighting himself on fire, and I'm like, no, Kenny, no, you did it again. It's like right? Kenny never gets respect. He always mm-hmm. dies. It's like mm-hmm. one of the first. Because a fun fact, my my experience with South Park. Every other kid that I knew. You mentioned South Park and their moms were always like background looking at their kid like this. And <laughs> no, I, I don't watch. Yeah, I watch South. No, I don't watch South Park. My mom won't let me watch it. My mom was the cool mom. Let us watch South Park. Let us watch Beavis and Butthead. And then I was like, I got to watch. I got. And I moved up here to PA. I went to Walmart and I bought the full, entire first season. Came home, started watching it. And then I noticed Cartman. Every time Cartman would say a certain word, they'd beep. And I looked at the back of the DVD, Walmart censored it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? It's, D- it's on DVD. <laughs> no. I'd say I had no. a, a cool mom growing up too, because I was watching Family Guy and all the cool movies when I was really young. So <laughs> probably stuff I look back, I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I should be watching that, but I don't guess it turned out bad. So <laughs> It's, it's not about yeah. what your kid sees it's about how they act after yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah we, we, we just watched the new beavis and butthead movie dude the universe with uh mm-hmm. what's the name serena and then uh beavis and butthead just being launched into like the 21st century talking to siri saying hey butthead it's serena hi i'm siri <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing Beavis and Butthead back for these young kids. They won't understand the stuff they did in the 90s that made the kids like me and Geek so much more different. Because in college, me and Geek would do the Geek when he had braces, sounded like Butthead. Mm-hmm. If, if Geek had braces still, he would be like, shoot, shoot, what kind of stuff do you like to do? And all the girls would be like, I don't know, stuff? <laughs> he said stuff. <laughs> like me and Geek are Beavis and Butthead in college. Like I had the short puffy hair, he had his puffy hair, and he had the braces. So we would walk around camp, camp walk around campus going, <laughs> just like walking around just doing that. Everybody's just like, that's our real life Beavis. And we were like the real life Beavis and Butthead. So you guys yeah. went to college together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Is that where you yeah. just met? Yeah, we've been we've been uh, friends for like twenty years. So 20, oh, wow. That's 25 awesome. years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because does it twenty was it twenty five years? I would say twenty five because it feels like twenty. It feels like twenty five years since I've been with this. Guy. I lost count. So there you go. It's like we met doing college radio. Like I trained mm-hmm. him, like t- taught him the stuff. We trained him, and then I, they were like, "Oh, you're you could be done with him." And I'm like, "No, no, I feel like we should still be hanging out, and I think maybe we should do a radio show together." I would do the countdown. We'd pick songs, rock songs, and hip hop songs that'd be good for a countdown. And then after that, we would break down Raws and Smackdowns. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he finally dragged me dragged me down into the whole of podcast world. Because <laughs> I was so against it for like, so, how, how long, Geek? Like two years? Five years. Five, Five years. years. Just, no. Joe no. just wanted, I think Joe just wanted to do a podcast because there was a pandemic going on. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I want to do a podcast for over five years. So, yeah. I just wanted to talk because I was tired of sitting in my room, just like, oh yes, playing PlayStation because I've been playing PS4. So I'm gonna play my PS. Don't even think about a PlayStation. My computer did it, not you. Next, <laughs> bless, bless its heart. <laughs> uh, when but, I think back to the pandemic, uh, we just started playing Grand Theft Auto again. <laughs> So every time I think of Grand Theft Auto, I think of the pandemic. Which one? Which Grand Theft Auto were you playing? The latest one. Latest one. Have yeah. you ever gone back and tried to play the original? I have not. Um, I have the one before. I forgot even what it's called. And I put it in, and the graphics are like not as good, like not nowhere near as good as the latest one. So it was like, oh man, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> It's just so crazy. They could mod Grand Theft Auto now. It's like every time mm-hmm. I try to look up Grand Theft Auto, people always modding different Grand Theft Auto. They make like they have like an alien ship or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, geez, man, if Grand Theft Auto was this cool when when I was playing Grand Theft Auto Three, that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> because no, you could you could drive you could like drive literally an alien spacecraft and just start zapping at people. I'm like. <laughs> You would be like, oh god, it's just the top of the guy's head with a gun like like that. And it it uh it was so bad. You can make him fart and burp. It's like erp, erp. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was bad. It was like, what is this? Well, for PlayStation One, right? Yes, it was so bad. You can look it up on YouTube later on, and you'll be like, Joe was right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Your husband's I think the best guys. the best one is three. The best one has to be three. I like Liberty City. I don't know if you've played Liberty City yet. Um, I believe I have. I believe I had it on my Xbox 360. Okay, that if, one, I, if those time frames add up, <laughs> I kind of like. I did. My brother kind of taught me how to cheat in the game per se, <laughs> like. And I'm like, how do I get the? How am I gonna get across the bridge without getting blown away by every single cop in Liberty City? Went down in the subway, no train there. Put the code in, and I had my Lexus appear in, on the train tracks, <laughs> and I just jammed it, and I stopped right before the train meets the bridge, and I just honked my horn like 15 times, and they said. And I yelled at my dad's, who are you talking to? I was like, nobody. I was like, bye, bitches. And I just went across under the bridge and just drove <laughs> to the other side of the city. I saw that all the police things just pop up above me. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, awesome. What's the, what's the farthest, farthest, Joe, what's the furthest stars you got? I got I got all. And, and you I, have five? I got, you have five stars? Yeah, you got Dave Meltzer, Joe? 
Yeah, five, Melter style, five stars. And then the next time <laughs> I saw a helicopter to the top of the Empire State Building, and there we, you know, they always say nobody can get to the into the doors when you get to the tippy top of big buildings. That's a lie because I was like, I am sniping people, cops trying to get to the Empire State Building. And then I look back and there's cops coming to the door. I'm like, oh, that's that's not, <laughs> no, that's not cool. <laughs> What, what's the furthest you ever got with five? Uh, how many stars have you got? I've got them all too. You got <laughs> five also. Like a little chicken with my head cut off on the game, and then finally, the like Dave Meltzer, five stars. When the helicopters <laughs> come and drop a bomb, bam, it's over. <laughs> but it made me laugh because they always say, "Oh, the doors. Some of the doors when you get to the big buildings, if you land on top of your your plane or whatever, oh, they can't open and the cops can't get you." And I'm like. Yeah, they can't get me. And I hear, get on the ground. My guy starts crouching down and it says, busted. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's the worst, especially if you are like playing the story mode and you're trying to like get, you know, one of the conquests done and you get best of all cops. I'm like, why? You just ruined everything for me. <laughs> yeah. You're doing all this stuff for the game and then all of a sudden you get busted. It's like, you At know, you got the five stars, Joe. You get the Dave Meltzer yeah. five stars, and I, one of them one time. But you I know got, something, Joe? It would you would have gotten seven stars if it wasn't the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other places? I don't know if I already asked this. Is there any other places in the country or the world you would like to travel to wrestle? Oh, I would love to go to Japan. I would. Um, it's just you see so many good wrestlers come out of the dojo there, and I'm like, man, you know. If I want to be the best, which is my goal, then you know I feel like Japan's the place I have to go. Everyone says Japan is, is the best right now. Yep. So, <laughs> who's who's the toughest wrestler you ever faced? Um, I haven't faced like oh any hardly anybody yet. Mostly just practice matches. Um, I'm still really new, so I'll probably gonna gonna have to go with my trainer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, he's been in the business for 22 years. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Definitely got to try to get that person on the podcast because that guy, he must have lots of stories. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. And it's, uh, you know, we just sit there and soak it in, you know, because he's got the good, the bad. He's got everything being in the business that long. That's always the best part. You don't have to say anything. You have to sit and listen to mm -hmm. all the stories. <laughs> yep. It's like being in a library. I want that book. I want that book. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any social medias or uh, that people can find you? Or uh... Uh, Yeah, I got um, my Instagram and I got my Twitter. Uh, both of them are underscore Nurse Micah. And I think that's all. I have a Snapchat, but I haven't used it in so long. But I, you know, I'm going to get that back up and running because I know a lot of people use Snapchat. Um, and then I have a Facebook and it's just under Micah McCoy Barber, which I plan on getting a, um, like a fan page soon where you can go like it and keep up with where I'm wrestling and all that. So just be looking for that in the future. Okay. So do, do you have, um, do you have any upcoming shows or, uh, um, not right now. Um, there's some things in the works, hopefully. So, uh, hopefully you'll be seeing some matches with me very soon. And I, you know, I'm excited to get out there and show the world what I can do. I've been working hard in practice, uh, you know, 
putting everything on the line. So I'm ready to ready to let the world see me as a wrestler. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to wish you nothing but the best of luck. Mm -hmm. And always keep your head up and know that you got this. Oh, thank that's you. My, my last thing I have to say. Thank you. Next week. Yeah, I just want to thank, thank you. you so much for coming on the podcast also. Oh, it's no problem. I All had right. a great time. Um, I'd love to be back if you guys would ever have me. Yeah. <laughs> Please spread the word to your yeah, friends. I sure will. <laughs> I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm the metal geek. <laughs> and I'm Michael McCoy Arian. <laughs> and we will catch you in the next one.